0: Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Urban Siren Podcast. I'm Diane, I'm your host, and we are Recording this on June 6th, where the full moon in Sagittarius is still very prominent. Um, We are also experiencing a lunar eclipse. Uh, We won't really notice much of it from North America, but there are some uh, online sites that are allowing us to see what's happening um, from other parts of the world for the lunar eclipse. And... So that's interesting. Um, I'll tell you, it's been quite obviously the journey. Um, As many of you are listening now, June 2020, we are still dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. And I share this sort of posterity reasons, right? Recording during um, the COVID-19 pandemic and the Black Lives Matter revolution that is taking place um, most recently spurred on by the murder of George Floyd and a lot of a lot of um, emotions coming to the surface now. I thought I would talk a little bit about the card the tarot card associated with Sagittarius as we experience this full moon in Sagittarius it is um a strawberry moon which re it, it it sort of has something to do with the idea of coming to harvest, coming to harvest the, uh, the strawberries and picking strawberries during the season. So there's a reference there to nature and gathering and this full moon being a time for harvesting the fruit. So, harvesting the fruit. So, um, I think on a, on a symbolic level, we are harvesting the fruit as well Um, in a karmic way the seeds that have been planted uh, over many centuries and coming to fruition uh, in cycles we are coming to and through another cycle of the fruition of that which has been planted Temperance is the tarot card that I thought I thought I'd focus on for this particular podcast because Sagittarius is the zodiac sign associated with Temperance. Temperance in the tarot is an invitation to make room for the miraculous. It is an invitation to create space so that we can experience the unexpected. So it's an invitation to lessen our grip on what we think is true from an an ego perspective, from a a very um, myopic perspective, but to open ourselves up to the possibility of miracles and in some ways magic. In the temperance card in the Smith Rider weight deck, I'm looking at the picture now, and we have an angel uh, representing spiritual connection, representing higher levels of awareness, um, moving toward the idea that we are fully connected, to spirit at all times um, we have a an angel and what's so interesting about this photo or i should say p- depiction really it's not a photo but it's a depiction is the angel is pouring water from one chalice to another but defying gravity entirely so the magic is that they instead of the cup being held directly beneath the The other cup, in which the water then just pours out straight, it's pouring out at an impossible angle. And this is an invitation to open up to the miraculous, to open up to that which defies our personal reference of reason and logic, to make room for the potential for a surprise something that we thought was, at any other point, impossible. When we look around at what's happening on a social level, I feel that we are also experiencing an invitation to make way for that which we thought would otherwise be impossible. Certain levels of accountability, bringing to light injustices, rallying together joining forces creating a new platform for justice for recognition of those who are oppressed it's been a rat it's been quite a radical time we came together as a nation and as a world to fight the invisible enemy of COVID-19, the virus taking over every corner of the planet. We've come together on a human level to tackle that beast. And now another invisible enemy in the form of racism, socioeconomic oppression and cultural divide is coming to the surface an invisible enemy in the sense that it lives in the heart the the conflict that pits one human against another based on race or socioeconomic disparity is an invisible enemy as well living in the heart And in a parasitic way, taking over that organ, eating it from the inside out, resulting in heartbreak, resulting in the absolute disconnect between our consciousness and what we consider our potential to be. So that limiting behavior, the, temp, the temperance card and the tarot is an invitation for us to revisit what we think we are limited by and to look at that carefully and see what structures are maybe created by others that we don't really agree with. So again, looking at how many social constructs are crumbling down all around us and what is rising up in its place. Um, in the Temperance card in the Smith Rider-Waite deck, again, we have also depicted the angel with one foot on the ground in the, on the earth and one foot in the water, symbolizing, again, the ability to be both spiritual and also of the material plane. So there is that invitation to show up as a human being and also take action as a human doing, combining our spiritual beliefs, combining our intentions with purposeful action. So, Sagittarius and temperance is associated with Sagittarius. Sagittarius has a zodiac sign. Some of the qualities include an adventurous spirit, an impulsive nature, um, definitely a a don't fence me in type of sign. It wants its freedom. It wants its autonomy, its sense of self-agency. Combining that with the full moon and the full moon in which we are invited to harvest the fruit of the seeds that have been planted, there's so much symbolism to look at with that respect. So, the full moon being a time where we see things, we have seen how things have developed since the new moon, the time of planting. The new moon is the time in which we plant and prune and hone in and focus. And now the cycle of the full moon inviting us to look at what, look at the fruit of the seeds we have planted. It's a very intense time for many of us who are paying attention to this shift and these glaring disparities coming to light and they've come to light in the past in a cyclical nature they're coming to light once again so it's another opportunity and another invitation To re-examine what we have agreed to, what we have a hand, what we've what we have had a hand in planting, and looking at the fruits that are coming up now to be harvested, are the fruits sweet? Are they bitter? Are they rotten? Is there some good that's come out of it? What can we look at now under the illumination of the full moon inviting us to truly see? It can be very painful to truly look and to be aware. So a tendency might be to try to hide, to try to back away from distract ourselves, put our walls up, double down in our defenses. And that is naturally re- a reaction to feeling like our truths are being threatened. That what, which we believe to be true is being threatened. And then also understanding that truth is a very subjective matter. We see the world through our own personal lens. This full moon is inviting us to open up our capacity to see and to become aware of looking at things through someone else's eyes. Earlier in the week, there was a social media campaign called Blackout Tuesday, where people who were non-POC or identified, self-identified as persons of color blacked out their social media screens with the intention to let others have the spotlight on sharing their truth. When we allow someone else to have the talking stick, so to say, we say that we, we value our Silence, not silencing, not being silenced, but just our silence. With the intention to support and hold space for someone else to share their truth. If we feel threatened by that, we can look at that. Say, why am I so threatened? with being silent, not silenced. Again, there's a huge distinction. Not being silenced, but consciously allowing for silence so that other words and other truths can come through. i also like to just chat a little bit in the second half of the podcast to just speak to some, maybe some self-care ideas we can take into consideration during a time where there's a lot of um, distress and anxiety. We as a global community have been through so much in the last few months collectively no matter race creed or religion or origin of birth we have on a very very human level experienced tremendous upheaval and some folks are experiencing that as trauma some folks are experiencing that as disassociation. So I thought I'd offer a few suggestions, and I am not a mental health expert and nothing, what I say would ever should or could replace the advice of a trained mental health expert, but from my own experience, in self-care and wellness, uh, my limited experience there, I would say it would be an opportunity to take even greater care of whatever may trigger anxiety for you. So that could be working with a mental health professional In several episodes, I've been putting links for online virtual mental health resources. I will do that for this episode as well. This could be a great time to commit to a mental health regimen, finding a therapist, finding an affordable uh, source for therapy, of which there are, and really making a commitment. If we've said it before and saying, oh, I really do want to begin working with a therapist or a mental health counselor, this would be the time to commit to that and gift yourself. That very baseline level of of wellness because with so much stress, with so much anxiety, I feel it's very, very important for us to take mental health seriously. Um, it's always important to take mental health seriously. And another opportunity would be to find a way to come back into your body if you are disassociating, finding yourself almost floating in the realm of anxiety to come back into the physical body. That could be so many... uh, wellness techniques are now available online because virtual wellness is now taking the place of in-person classes and wellness. So you might find a great yoga instructor online. You might find a great meditation instructor. Any kind of, of course, with your doctor's approval and being able to, on a physical level, being able to do these things, but just simply coming back into the body. It could be taking long walks outside where you get the chance to have some fresh air and while remaining socially distant and safe. It could be coming back into a routine or a regimen that you had put on the back burner for some time. That's something that I've been working on over the last several months is coming back to a physical routine where I devote a certain amount of time uh, each day or several times a week or whatever my schedule permits to come back into the physical self. For me, it has been uh, running and doing short hill sprints up a hill where I can get my heart going really you know, fast and I get that anaerobic threshold um, training and I can practice just being in my body and building muscle and building endurance and building stamina it just takes a a few minutes a day you know I could go I could go for longer laps or whatever have you but if I don't have the time then I don't have the time it could be one sprint it could be five sprints it could be a long walk in the in the trails the hiking trails um, by my house you know it could be sitting and breathing. It could be finding a nice comfortable seat and sitting and breathing. I will also put in the showliner notes my um, Tonglen meditation, which is a Tibetan Buddhist meditation practice. It is a mindfulness meditation that also helps relieve stress and anxiety by, it's almost a in a way like um, exposure therapy, where we invite the presence that anxiety and stress exists, but we use the breath to transform that stress and anxiety into a positive experience. And we, I will certainly put that in the show notes for you, where we begin to offer that in a progressive way starting with someone we love we imagine someone we love we offer that meditation to ourselves we offer that meditation to somebody we we don't know Uh, and then we offer that meditation to somebody that we have a very difficult time extending compassion to so it's a way to broaden our sense of capacity for that which we can hold and call compassion for others that can be a very empowering technique you can also devote this time in a self-care way to listening to music soothing music or sound baths or even simply having a bell that you ring to bring yourself back to to the present moment um, there's a wonderful book by Thich Not Han who's a Vietnamese Buddhist monk, called Peace is Every Step. And I've been talking a little bit about this in my social media posts lately. And he has wonderful meditation techniques that involve more than sitting. He has walking meditation techniques, eating meditation, breathing meditation, mindfulness techniques that bring you back into the present moment. And again, I'll certainly include Thich Nhat Hanh's book, pieces every step in the liner notes. So I feel that calling wellness back into our lives, especially now, it's this is just a gentle reminder that if you've been putting that on the back burner, now is a time to revisit it. Another great way to bring ourselves back into the body is by associating back to the earth. So planting. So if, if you have any land that you can plant on fantastic go out there get in the soil put put the seeds in the soil mark your intentions um, as you as you plant those seeds of what you would like to harvest and how you would like your fruit to come up and vegetables to come up in the next few months if you don't have land that's fine you can have a potted plant you can have something in your apartment um you can start to reconnect to your body through the body of the earth. And planting and harvesting and tending to something living in the soil is a great way to do that. Another opportunity to come back to the body is by inviting an animal companion into your life. So if you've been thinking about adopting animal companion you may decide that would be something you'd like to do now if you have more time uh, or if you have a schedule that is shifted that allows you to spend more time with a companion a furry or finned or scaled companion there's lots of creatures out there that are really also searching for companionship so that could be something you look at as well I've been writing a tremendous amount, journaling, that's something you can consider, and I do host a writing prompt series on my Instagram page, Urban Siren, where every month I'm offering writing prompts that associate with the zodiac sign. So right now we have Gemini inspired prompts. And whether you do it every day or you pick it up every few days or you you put a whole bunch of prompts together and decide to do one poem with or one piece of writing or prose with 10 prompts, however you want to do it. It's it's however you'd like to use it. I'll certainly put a link in the show notes for that as well. And Another opportunity to come back into the body is through mindful eating. So making sure that you're nourishing yourself. In stressful times, we often crave substances that either take us out of the body or they get us uh, in a heightened state of pleasure, but then we crash from those foods. So finding a way to bring balance into your diet, I don't like to, unless of course there's a medical reason why you can't consume something, I don't like to rule out every opportunity to have a joyous experience through what you eat. In other words, if a piece of chocolate cake is something you'd like to have, I really don't see a problem with that, of course. But if you're finding yourself, if you find that you're indulging in foods that you know really don't serve you in the long run or in copious amounts aren't good for you, or affect your body in ways that you really know, like down you know down the road, you're you're not going to feel supported, you're not going to feel healthy. From that consumption, then we can take steps right now to sort of break habits where we find ourselves emotionally eating, consuming things that fill the void in us, fill the emotional void, but they're not really there to serve us on a deep nutritional level. So we can invite ourselves to come back to food and create a beautiful, harmonious relationship with food. Um, and that which we take into our bodies so that we can feel more supported more nourished more balanced we could be taking supplements we could be taking some vitamins I've been bringing that into my diet and into my consumption and then last but not least finding a time for rest so making sure that we get plenty of good rest That could be creating a healthy sleep schedule, a little bedtime routine where maybe you drink an herbal tea that helps you relax in the evening. Uh, I love sleepy time tea. Celestial celestial seasons, old-fashioned sleepy time tea. It puts me into such a state of relaxation. I just love it. So there's that opportunity to bring in an herbal ally. Um, There's so many resources online and there's some wonderful apothecaries that uh, have sprouted up uh, and and you can go visit now, you know, talk to an herbalist or um, call up your local apothecary and see if they're taking phone consultations in lieu of in-person consultations. So... Finding someone who can support you on your dietary journey and even working with a nutritionist, if you like. So just a gentle invitation now as we experience this full moon, we see the fruits of our labor. So we are going to be having another full moon, right? The next cycle. What do we want to create between now and our next opportunity to harvest? This is a wonderful time to think about, how do we feel now? What have I planted in the recent past, or even not so recent past? What am I harvesting now as a result of my actions? And we get the chance to reseed and replant again. That is the beautiful thing about being in the cyclical nature of this human experience. We have the opportunity to revisit our habits, our patterns, our samskaras in yogic philosophy. And just coming back to temperance again. Finding a balance. In moderation, walking the middle path. Watching out for extremes. Being mindful of that, especially now, because this is an extreme time. Temperance coming up through Sagittarius as an invitation to, yes, absolutely be present with the challenge at hand. Absolutely. Have a relationship with risk-taking and adventure, but have a healthy relationship with it. And realize when we cross over into the line of self-destructive behavior, behavior and actions that are not supportive of our long-term goals. Watching out now, especially for overreactions. Temperance is such an important invitation to, to understand that you don't have to do anything right away unless you feel confident in the intention and the purpose and the wholeness and the wellness of the action you are being invited to take or feel pressured to take or even inspired to take. Take a moment before we act so that when we do act, it is intentional. It is based on a complete awareness of the self, mind, body, and spirit. It doesn't just fulfill one aspect of the self. It doesn't just fulfill our need for spontaneity or our need to feel like we're in control or our need to feel. Any certain way in that moment being with the moment being in the moment but not letting the moment have power over us not being swept away by the current of the moment yes having one foot in the realm of magic and spirituality and emotion in water, having one foot on the ground as well. Being of the two worlds of wisdom, not one or the other, but being able to hold two, at least two, concepts in our hands, at once, action and intention, truth, and the possibility for expanding what we believe to be true. Spirituality and being of oh, this. This world. So, exploring the idea of being able to hold two things in our hands. We have two hands, so we can hold two hi- two things, right? One in each hand, in a ba- in a balanced way. Does mm-hmm. not have to be all or nothing. It can be moderate. It can be balanced. It can be composed. Keeping our eye on our composure. So that's really what I wanted to come on and share today. In the light of this full moon. And... Sagittarius and tying in the temperance card and inviting that. Inviting that into the the discourse of all else that is happening all around us. Mm. As always, if you have any questions or if you have a question for the tarot or if you have a question for me... I do have a voicemail available on my podcast on Anchor FM. You just simply click on that message button and you can leave me a voice message. And I can play that voice message during a show and address your question if you like. Or if you like, I will also, you can also email me and I'll put the links in the show notes as well. But I'd love to address your questions If there's something going on with you that you'd like the tarot to speak to, and I can offer up that support to you. It would be my honor, truly. So wishing you all well. Sending you much love. And as always, thank you so much for being here. We'll be